Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, and you're just audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Glad to have you guys back for this week. Hopefully, everyone's having a great week, a great Wednesday evening. As the New York Jets pull off another win, um, it was a tough one against the Denver Broncos in Denver. Um, I don't really remember the last time they just played, you know, even that well in Denver. They only won 16-9, to and, you know, the offense looked kind of anemic for the most of it, um, but... You know, a win's a win, and you're not going to complain, especially when the Jets, um, you know, boast a four-game winning streak now heading into a divisional weekend against the New England Patriots at home at MetLife Stadium. You know, with Zach Wilson, without Brees Hall, who tore his ACL confirmed by MRIs on Monday, um, obviously uh, tore it in the game against the Broncos, a very tough, you know, um, very tough for a guy who was, I think, on a rookie of the year pace, not offensive rookie of the year, a rookie of the year pace. Um, and I think Brees Hall, you know, um, with the way he has been running the rock, with the way he's been rejuvenating this offense, you know, week in and week out, it's really, really sad to see him go down. Um, the Jets bring reinforcements, though, of course, with James Robinson, uh, formerly of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Robinson, only 24 years old, tore his Achilles, um, I believe it was last year, came back. Um, and kind of fell out of favor in Jacksonville. Uh, the Jaguars dropped Travis TTN last year um, to pair alongside Trevor Lawrence, so James Robinson wasn't really, um, you know, a part of their formula, um, especially into this year. You know, he, I think, scored four touchdowns in the first, or, yeah, four touchdowns in the first three weeks um, of this season, and then, yeah, kind of just fell out of favor. So the Jets, um, you know, swooped in quick. Joe Douglas, of course, wastes no time. Um, he made sure to uh, swoop in. Um, post Brees Hall injury and get his guy to uh, back up Michael Carter um, for the time being. Uh, who knows if Robinson outshines Carter? Um, you know, eventually when he sees the field, is he playing this week? Robert Sala calls him kind of a day to day. We'll see. Um, I would expect him to get a few touches against the Patriots. Um, you know, we'll need all the offensive firepower we can get. This Patriots defense is still very stingy, although they did get embarrassed by the Chicago Bears um, this past weekend. Mac Jones expected to start there for the Patriots, but we'll get into a little more of that preview as we go on with the episode. Um, I just want to kind of recap a little bit more of the Broncos game and what what didn't you know what didn't we do well? What did we do well? Um, I think there's a lot to take away in such a low-scoring game and such a game that. You know, we went into it thinking the Jets would win, right? Especially with Brett Rippon starting, um, other than Russell Wilson, who um, is expected back this week in London against the Jaguars, actually, but was out um, with a hamstring injury, I believe, against the Jets. I think the Jets handled Rippon to a T. I thought the defense played really well. Sauce Gardner, of course, winning AFC Defensive Player of the Week, likely to win uh, Pepsi Zero Sugar Rookie of the Week yet again tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, that drops at 12 o'clock p.m. ET, so make sure you look out for that on my Instagram page at New Jets Game Plan. But... Um, the Jets, I thought, played the Broncos how you're supposed to play them, right? Run the ball. Um, you know, the Jets didn't really have many opportunities in the air, and I see a lot of people blaming Zach Wilson. You know, this is the second week in a row that hasn't really been up to standard for the second overall pick, and, you know, it, it is what it is, right? We've won four in a row. Zach is 4-0 as a starter since coming back this year. You can't really complain. You can complain that Zach hasn't thrown for 350 yards and four TDs every week, of course. Uh, there are those, there are, there's going to be those kind of people, but, um... I'm looking at this as, you know, a glass half full. You played the Green Bay Packers pass defense, which boasts, I believe, they were number four in pass defense um, when the Jets played them. I may be getting that number a little wrong, but they have Jair Alexander. They have Eric Stokes. They have um, guys who just, you know, defend the football, and I think they played really well against the Jets. The Jets were just able to squeak out 
that victory against Green Bay uh, and really kind of just pull away at the end there. But Aaron Rodgers didn't really look like Aaron Rodgers, made a few of those throws. Don't want to get too much into that game, though. We're focusing on Denver. Um, Brett Ribbon, he threw an interception on the Marcus Joyner. Um, he seemed a little flustered, targeting sauce 10 times, a little surprising there in that game. But um, overall, he seemed a little uh, anxious, a little flustered. And towards the end of the game, you could tell that um, it was kind of getting away from a bit, uh, a bit and the Jets offense kind of um, – you know, stuck in there. Defense really carried this game, I would say, though. You know, holding the Broncos to nine points uh, in mile high is never easy. Uh, you know, doesn't matter what Broncos team, what 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 players they have. Uh, mile high is never an easy place to play. The Jets got blown out there twice in a row, I believe. Um, they broke that streak, obviously, on Sunday with a win. But, you know, it's it's always interesting, um, you know, play, playing, playing a road opponent that usually is known for having such a hard – you know, place to play a hard stadium to play. You heard in Pittsburgh, you heard in Green Bay, at Lambeau, you know, at Heinz Field. Um, the Jets won in both of those places, and, you know, they won in Cleveland as well, and I think the Jets are proving that, you know, in past years they haven't been road win. You know, they haven't gathered these road wins. They haven't been favored on the road. They haven't been um, – they haven't won on the road. And, you know, uh, you know, anyone knows how long. It's, it's – at the end of the day – the Jets winning on the road and being 4-0 on the road this season I think means a lot more than people are, I think, giving them credit for. And I think if they keep winning, you know, if they keep winning games, they're 5-2 right now, if they beat the Patriots at home, they're 6-2, and they play the Bills, um, anything can happen, I, I think, honestly, if the Jets are 6-2. and I think they're obviously going to be heavy underdogs against the Bills, but anything can happen. Um, I think what I'm trying to say is the Jets... Winning four games on the road means a lot more than winning four games at home, obviously. And I think if the Jets continue to perform well on the road, they'll have a chance at the wild card. They'll have a chance to postseason for the first time since 2010. And I think that's going to be a really cool spot for the Jets to be in in December, especially if we get into those Lions games, the Jaguars game, the Seahawks game. Those kind of games that are winnable on paper, and I think the Jets are going to be favored in maybe a couple of those games down the stretch. And, you know, the Jets could be, who knows, 8-5 and five by that point. It's not crazy. I really don't think it's crazy. And I think the Jets have some winnable games after the bye. Obviously, it goes Patriots, Bills, Patriots away. Um, so that three-game structure is going to really tell a lot about this team. And this Patriots game on Sunday is going to be, you know, really interesting. I think MetLife is going to be stupid loud. It's going to be a zoo over there. And I think the Jets, um, I think the Jets could pull it out. I think they have a chance. I think the Patriots, you know, um, with what they boast – on defense, the Patriots with Bill Belichick still coaching over there, obviously still doing a decent job. Um, you know, on the defensive side of the football, the offenses look pretty anemic for the Patriots. Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi um, kind of splitting reps here. I, it's it's a little odd, and I think a lot of people are turning their head um, at, you know, what the Patriots are doing and being like, yeah, this isn't the same Patriots team that we've seen in the past, but, you know, still have to take them pretty seriously because Bill Belichick is still um, their head coach. And I think, you know, um, Anything can happen with Bill, Bill Belichick on the other sideline. You know, the Jets have lost to him plenty full times. Robert Sala now um, with that 54-13 win, I think that should be posted up in the locker room as Bill Bolton board material. You know, Bill Belichick, you're really running it up on the Jets uh, in Gillette Stadium. And I think the Jets now looking at it, entering MetLife Stadium on Sunday, are like, okay, uh, I think we're going to do this to you now, right? I think it's time to flip the script. I think it's time to um, really prove that you're not, you know, a Jets team to just fall through after a win, and they've, they've proved it. They're 5-2. and two. I think we could stop with the prove-it weeks now, but um, I think the Patriots are a really good test for this team to be like, okay, now we beat the – now we got to beat Belichick, who's beat us – who's had our number for the past 10 years. I think this will tell a lot about this Jets team, and I think Connor Rogers on the 
you know, Badlands podcast, uh, I really recommend listening to that. Rogers spoke um, about how the Jets, you know, these rookies don't know how to lose. These rookies don't are not used to losing, so they don't really know, you know, the Adam Gase era. They don't know the Todd Bowles era. They don't really know about Sam Darnold. They don't know about a lot of the things that the Jets have been known for the past couple of years, same old Jets. They don't know about it, so they, you know, Guys like Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, um, they're, they're not going to look at Belichick like, yeah, all right, he's had our number for the past 10 or so years. This is going to go great. No, uh, this team has a lot of young players. DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, as I said. Um, even James Robinson, you know, he's only 24 years old, just got here. Michael Carter. I think this team is ready to really turn the corner in a way that is going to make the entire league turn their head when they beat the Patriots on Sunday. Um and, you know, I, call, I know Coach Shaw said today that, you know, all right, I didn't really mean to say I'm taking receipts. I, I take that back. I think Salah wants this receipt. I think he wants to beat the Patriots pretty bad. And I think, you know, you, you could tell that in the press conference. He was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to throw a few bouquets at, at uh, Coach Belichick there. But I, I want to win. We, we need this win, and I think it's a win for the franchise. It's a, this is a franchise-altering win. I truly believe that if you win this game and go to 6-2 and two against the Patriots here, um, it'll mean a lot to the fans, and it'll mean a lot to the team, and I think the team has already bought in Coach Hall's mantra. Um, you know, now that they're winning, obviously the words mean a lot more coming out of his mouth, and I think that speaks dividends about the coaching, and, you know, Coach Albrecht Boyer, who I think deserves a 15-year extension, Coach Brant Boyer, for boasting, again, the top five special teams unit in the league for, you know, it seems like the millionth year in a row here, but... Um, I love it. I think the team has a good chance on Sunday, and I think they have a chance to really prove everybody wrong who says, you know, they've lost to the Patriots in the past, and they're not ready to take on a Belichick coach team. And, you know, Zach's going to look anemic here again. He's going to throw four picks. He's played turnover-free football, and he could, you know, he could easily go into, go into MetLife on Sunday and throw, you know, three interceptions. And, you know, we're all... You know, of course, shaking our heads and being like, okay, so what? We have another experiment at quarterback now. You know, that could easily happen. He, Zach hasn't looked good against Belichick. His, his one start against him, obviously, week two of last year. Um, but it, it's time to turn the page and it's time to prove that this team isn't the same and this team can beat a Belichick coach team. Um, and I think it's time. I think it's time that we, you know, move on to 6-2 and two and we move past the New England Patriots, who seem to be struggling in their own right. Um at this point, I don't believe, not sure of their record off the top of my head. It can't be, um, you know, it, it's 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 obviously worse than the Jets. As the Jets most the second best record in the AFC now. Um, the Dolphins obviously right behind us at four and three. The Patriots are three and four. So yeah, this would drop into three and five and really kind of take a blow to their playoff chances if they had any. I mean, three and four is not a terrible record by any means through seven weeks, but um, you know, three and five. Um, their schedule coming up, uh, just taking a quick look. I know this is not too Jets related here, but it is because it's within the division. They have the Colts, obviously the Jets again, the Vikings, the Bills, the Cardinals, the Raiders, the Bengals doesn't seem too easy, right? So the Patriots have a tough road ahead, especially after, um, if they lose to the Jets on Sunday, it'll certainly be interesting to see, um, you know, what they choose to do. Um, at the quarterback position, it'll be Mac Jones expected per field late per field Yates, um, this Sunday, but 
Um, we'll see. Billy Zappi could get a shot as well if Max struggles. He didn't seem 100% back from that high ankle sprain, so we'll see. Um, it'll definitely be interesting to see how the Jets handle Max Jones and how they handle uh, this Patriots offense. Because this defense uh, the Jets have is is really good. So hopefully we can um, handle business and disrupt Mac, disrupt Max Jones for the majority of the day. So. I think that's going to go ahead and be it for me today. I really appreciate everyone tuning in for this episode of the Game Plan Pod. If you guys have not already, make sure you uh, turn on um, post notifications on my Instagram, at your Jets Game Plan, Twitter, um, at your Jets Game Plan. Make sure you follow both of those social media channels. I really appreciate it. The interactions and, you know, the content boost over there has been great. So I really appreciate everyone, um, you know, following along and really appreciating the content that I put out. Um, I put in a lot of work into it, so I really appreciate it. All right. I think... With that said, I'm going to go ahead and end the episode here. Hopefully we are back next Wednesday with another dub, a five in a row. See ya.